You have to wonder how the Bank of Canada is going to be influenced by the most recent inflation numbers. It's not exactly great news. We're going to look to see what some of Canada's leading economists have to say. Also, Apple loses in the Supreme Court and it could cost them billions of dollars. And where there's smoke, there's fire. Boeing comes under increased scrutiny. Today is Wednesday, January the 17th, 2024. Let's get started with today's news. Canada's inflation rate rose in December, and this now puts into doubt whether the Bank of Canada is actually going to start cutting its interest rates anytime soon. Um, inflation rose to 3.4%, uh, and this is up from the 3.1% that we saw in November. Now, the 3.4, that is in line with expectations, but two of the core measures of underlying inflation that the Bank of Canada uses, so uh, CPI trim and CPI median, uh, were up. The CPI median was 3.6%, so that's higher than the 3.4% consensus. And the trimmed mean uh, core made a surprise jump to 3.7%. That is above the 3.5% uh, consensus. Now, after the data came in, the markets were pricing in a 31% chance of the Bank of Canada would start cutting rates in March. That's actually down from the 40% chance that we saw before these most recent inflation numbers came out. The next Bank of Canada meeting is on January 24th, but at this point, there's really no expectation that they will start to decrease rates uh, this early. Some of the contributors to December's numbers were gasoline prices. They were up 1.4%, and that's up uh, compared with a decrease of 7.7% that we saw in November. Airfares, they were up 31% uh, year over year, and a rent, a uh, a perennial problem here was up 7.7% from a year ago. It's also up from 7.4% that we saw in November. As has also been a longstanding trend here, uh, food price that just purchases from stores uh, was up. That was an increase of 4.7% year over year. That's the same increase that we saw back in November. Uh, for those who prefer dining out in restaurants, and I know uh, there's still a lot of people who prefer going out, the prices were up 5.6% year over year. Uh, when you look at what the analysts have to say, there's not a lot of encouraging news out there. I want to just cover off here uh, what a few of our leading economists have to say about these most recent numbers. Let's start with Royce Mendes. He is the Managing Director and Head of Macro Strategy at Desjardins Securities. He says the reacceleration in Canadian inflation is going to raise some eyebrows. The stickiness in these core measures of inflation comes as a disappointment to Canadians hoping to see enough progress today to open the door to rate cuts. Stephen Brown, he's the Deputy Chief North American Economist at Capital Economics. He says the pickup in underlying inflation pressures raises the risk that the Bank of Canada will need to keep interest rates higher for longer than the markets are now pricing in, with the economy suffering further as a result. Derek Holt, he's Vice President and Head of Capital Market Economics at Scotiabank. He says... The latest inflation evidence continues to push back against market pricing and some forecasters' views that the Bank of Canada will be cutting by the March and April meetings. March has been mostly wiped out and April's price cutting was further reduced. Finally here, Nick Reese, he's the Forex market analyst at Monex Europe. He says, a more worrying development for the Bank of Canada, however, will be the increase in core inflation readings with both core trim and core median inflation readings printing above expectations. Policymakers will likely point to this uptick as a basis for holding rates high for longer, posing a risk to our forecast for the Bank of Canada to ease in early 2024. Apple, which was, of course, up until about last week, the world's largest company when you measure it by market cap, it's been facing a lot of headwinds in recent months, and some more bad news came onto the pile yesterday. Uh, down in the States, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that a lower court's um, order that would loosen Apple's grip 
on its App Store uh, would be allowed to take effect. And the result of this is that uh, Apple will probably lose billions uh, and many billions of dollars um, in revenue. This comes as part of an antitrust lawsuit that was filed by Epic Games back in 2020. And in the lawsuit, uh, Epic claimed that, uh, that Apple was violating federal antitrust laws and was uh, unfair competition under California law. A lower court uh, earlier had ruled that Apple's App Store had rules uh, for apps purchased on its phones that did in fact violate the law. And the Supreme Court ruling yesterday rejected Apple's appeal of that decision. So the end result here uh, going forward is that it's gonna be easier for developers to avoid paying commission to Apple. That commission currently ranges from 15 to 30% uh, depending upon its, uh, its agreement. In its last fiscal year, fees from this division alone generated around $85 billion in revenue for uh, for Apple. So this is not a, a small feat by any uh, imagination here. This latest decision just further compounds concerns that investors have about European regulations that are coming down the pipe. They're uh, scheduled to take effect in March. And this the regulations there, they could also force Apple to allow alternate uh, payment methods inside its app stores in Europe. So this will only further erode this lucrative revenue stream. The first home savings account, which was launched in 2023, it has been a massive hit amongst Canadians who are looking to save for their first down payment. Well, thanks to our sponsors, Qtrade Direct Investing, we've got you covered. You can sign up for an FHSA with them today. You're going to receive a $50 bonus just for getting started. It really is as simple as that. As a quick reminder, for those who aren't familiar, the FHSA, it's you're getting the benefits of a TFSA plus an RRSP combined into one account. You get the tax deductible contributions and tax-free withdrawals when you put your money towards your first eligible home. If you are in the market for purchasing that elusive home in the next few years, like so many Canadians are, the FHSA is certainly something uh, worth looking into. And with Qtrade, they make it so darn easy to get started, it's just a breeze. Their platform makes it extremely easy to open a new account and manage your investments from anywhere. Of course, once you've got your accounts open, you can gain access to their amazing suite of, of offerings. They have 105 plus commission-free ETFs you can buy and sell with no minimums. They have real-time quotes. They have uh, in-depth portfolio analytics tools, stock screeners, uh, Morningstar and Desjardins analyst report. They have watch lists, uh, award-winning customer service, and so much more. With over 20 years of operating experience, there's a reason that the platform is trusted by over 100,000 self-directed investors across the country. Sign up for an FHSA today with Qtrade. There's a link in the description box below. Terms and conditions do apply. In the past two weeks alone, nearly 10,000 users have downloaded the Blossom Social app. And this starts the official countdown to the 100,000 user milestone that's certainly coming within the next few days. If you're not already uh, on Blossom, it's Canada's fastest growing social media app that is tailored specifically for investors. So if you're just looking for some support in trying to make a decision on whether you should buy a company or not, or if you just wanna see what others are saying as you perform your due diligence, Blossom makes that easy. What makes Blossom truly special is that users can choose to share your portfolios with other users. As, as an example, if you go on the platform, my username is Mark B, so M-A-R-C-B. You can download the app and follow me and you can stay up to date on what my portfolio looks like, what trades I'm making, and some of the rationale behind those trades. So I will put a link in the description of this video or go ahead and scan the QR code right here on the screen to get started. For those of you who subscribe to our weekly newsletter, The Pulse, you may recall this past weekend, the newsletter started with a quote by Arthur Zeichel, formerly of Merrill Lynch, and he said, generally speaking, bad news tends to develop on the installment plan, and the first earnings revision is usually not the last. 
in a sense, we're kind of seeing that play out uh, real time right now with Boeing. The company, of course, has had a string of aircraft uh, deficiencies and its safety programs have come under and are continuing to come under uh, scrutiny. It's not just one thing, it's a whole slew of things. And the most recent um, is the FAA audit that is coming following the door plug falling out of that Alaska Airlines uh, flight just recently. As a Wells Fargo report noted, the FAA audit that has come about following the door plug falling out of the Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 jet opens up a whole new can of worms. And as the old saying goes, where there's smoke, there is usually fire. Uh, Boeing shares, they're down about 23% since the start of the year, and they're under pressure, continuing under pressure, as they uh, grapple with this public relations nightmare. In the Wells Fargo report, they said, given Boeing's recent track record and greater incentive for the FAA to find problems, we think the odds of a clean audit are low. The FAA's audit is limited to MAX 9 for now, but it's feasible that findings could expand the scope to other MAX models sharing common parts. For its part, uh, Boeing has declined to uh, comment directly on this report, but it did say in a statement last uh, Thursday that it will cooperate fully and transparently with the FAA and the NTSB on their investigations. Now, in the past five years, you wonder why there's uh, so much scrutiny here. Boeing has repeatedly now faced uh, quality and safety concerns. In October uh, 2018 and March 2019, uh, two of Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircrafts crashed. That led to a 20-month a grounding of the airplane. The estimated cost of that was about $21 billion to the company. Now, last month, Boeing asked the airlines who are flying its 737 MAX jets to inspect a potential loose bolt in the rudder system after a problem there was discovered in two aircrafts. Um, also, it's 787 Dreamliner. It's also come under scrutiny uh, twice over the past couple of years. Boeing has had to halt deliveries of this aircraft due to quality uh, safety issues that are cited by the FAA, uh, although in this case, the aircraft was never grounded, and two of Boeing's newest aircraft. So we have the MAX 7 and the MAX 10. They're still awaiting approval before they're allowed to start carrying passengers. Uh, Mike Fleming, he's Boeing's Senior Vice President for Commercial Development Programs and Customer Support. He said in a statement, it's taking us a considerable amount of time to get this airplane certified, longer than a lot of people had anticipated, including me. I did not see certification moving into this year at all. Candidly, a couple of years ago, I did not see it moving into last year. However, he adds, we still anticipate having the airplane certified this calendar year. That quote is from May 31st of last year, so clearly that hasn't happened yet. Now, on December 24th, so literally just before Christmas, about a month or so ago, uh, Boeing actually petitioned the FAA for an exemption from key safety standards for the 737 MAX 7. I will put a link here for our Pulse newsletter, which I do publish every weekend. And I'd encourage you to sign up for that and stay up to date with all of the latest financial news. As always, I will also put a link for our Investing Academy. You can learn more by scanning the QR code on this screen right here or by clicking on the description in this video. Thanks so much as always for watching. I'll see you in the next video.